Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Eric Roman is an intuitive, an empath, and an angel communicator. He uses angel and oracle cards to deliver messages from our very own guardian angels. He has studied many spiritual modalities and is a certified angel card reader, Reiki 2 practitioner, and an intuitive. As a spiritual guide and messenger, Eric's mission is to uplift and inspire others with the help of the angels so that we may awaken to who we really are. Eric Roman, how are you doing today? I'm doing so great, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure being with you. Oh, I love your Instagram posts. I've really become a devotee. And I want you right now to please let people know what is the name of your website and your Skype and your Instagram. Sure. It's actually all the same, which makes it easier for everyone. It's uh, Devotion of Light dot com mm-hmm. that's for the for the website and then for the rest it's just devotion of light devotion of light and you are an intuitive an empath and an angel communicator is that right yes okay now um and I'm, we're going to talk about how you use the angel cards and you use, you use oracle cards and you're a reiki practitioner i'd like to take a step back and please ex- Describe to us how you became spiritually awakened. How, when was that happening in your life? Sure. Well, I've always been interested, even as a child, in um, metaphysics and spirituality. And um, even as a teenager, I would get psychic readings done at psychic fairs. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't in, yeah, but it wasn't until 2014 is when I uh, got back into it and started getting the readings done. And I actually started to take lots and lots of classes on different, um, spiritual modalities mm-hmm. like Reiki, crystals, uh, sound bath. And then I started to take a class by Doreen Virtue on the angel cards and uh-huh. I became certified. Uh huh. Uh huh. So the, t- let's talk about the Reiki. What, what was it that the Reiki did? For yes. in terms of your training and opening, sure. opening, I should say. Yeah. Well, actually, um, you know, I've struggled with anxiety as a kid and I still struggle with it uh, here and there, but it's definitely not as bad as it was before. And during oh. one of my, yeah, during one of my classes, uh, it was actually a pendulum class. We all tested for me. It was maybe a group of four of us. Uh, if I should take a Reiki class and we all got a yes on our pendulum. So I ended up making a, an appointment with my current um, Reiki master teacher. Mm-hmm. And I went in for my very first session. And um, that's when she let me know that she felt I was an empath and that, you know, when you're an empath, you take on other people's emotions. And mm-hmm. that could be a, one of the causes of my anxiety of why it was flaring up so high at the time. Mm-hmm. 
And during that session, at the very end, I just left feeling like so light, like I was floating on a cloud. And she recommended, she's like, maybe you should um, go ahead and take classes on this. And she, she said, it doesn't have to be with me. It could be with anyone, but that will help you get more in tune with your body and your emotions mm. and spirituality. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it did. And it did. And it, it did. definitely <laughs> did. That's what opened me wide up to learning even more and pursuing the Reiki. And and I didn't know at the time what I was going to be doing. I knew I wanted to work in the spiritual path, but I didn't know if it was going to be as a healer mm. or doing doing readings. That's what I do now. But at the time, I had no clue. I was just trying things out like a buffet. And you were <laughs> drawn to the mission you were called you felt called definitely i definitely felt called and i just felt very hungry for to learn anything about um you know like i said spiritual modalities pendulum work um reiki sound baths uh angel cards i just anything that resonated i went and i learned about it i read books about it i took classes things like that now eric let me ask you you are you're in the world of women Right. <laughs> Female yeah, well, energy. Let's talk about that. How how does that occur with you? Yeah, well when I what what once again in uh 2014 when I started taking all these classes, I had no clue that it was mostly women that were um teaching and also um taking these classes. So when I started going to these actual classes, I, that's when I started noticing, oh, I'm the only male or or there's one other male there and so and the and the women and the teachers there were t uh, encouraging me. They're like, "Oh, it's you know, it's so great that a, a man's here and yeah. male energy, and yeah. you know, keep it up." They were giving me so much encouragement that yeah. it it didn't really, I don't want to say phase me, but it didn't bother me that I was the only one. I was just so happy to be around like minded people. And they were so welcoming. That's so cool. Yes. Can I ask you what was your life like before you? started your spiritual journey in 2014? Yeah. So before that, I was just, you know, doing um, different. Uh, I actually worked for a mental health office as an office manager. I worked for psychiatrists and psychologists. Yeah. So I was already used to helping people, even though I, I wasn't the therapist or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I was the first person they spoke to and they would tell me their issues and what's going on. And and sometimes I would totally take on what they're saying, you know, whatever abuse oh. that they were facing. And so that mm. was, I think that had a lot to do with um, my empath abilities and, and also anxiety, not really knowing whose energy that was. Um, How is it different now that you use, that you work with the angels? How, good question. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks. Excellent question. <laughs> well, how it's different now is, <laughs> is before I didn't really know how to help them besides to make that appointment, you know, with a professional. And, you know, I still recommend that to those that, that need that. However, now I'm able to, I want to say, see the bigger picture. I'm able, now that I do client readings, professional readings, I'm able to tune into what they're going through, but not take that on. Like, in other words, I understand that this is their journey, even if it's a little bit difficult at the time. 
Um, but it's all for their spiritual growth for mm-hmm. learning lessons and things like that. And with the help of the angels, I definitely encourage the clients to connect with them so that way they can feel that protection or healing or guidance, whatever they're needing. Um, it's more of an empowering kind of a message and feeling. And do you also work with healing emotional issues with the help of the angels? I, I would say yes, definitely. Um, you know, I always say that all the, all the work that I do is from God and from the angels. I never say that it's from me. Yes. And def- yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. And so I, I make that clear to the clients that, you know, it's not me doing the work. It's you and your own personal angels. It's, it's asking the angels for help. That's the number one step because a lot of people don't even know they have them. Right. Right. And how, awesome when you have a a one-on-one with someone and you awaken them to this enormous amount of emotional, spiritual support, energetic support. Yes, it's a wonderful feeling. It's a wonderful feeling. And let's talk now. I'm going to (laughs) jump back again. Sure. Your first angel experience. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a this is a first for everyone. I actually haven't shared this with, oh, Eric, with anyone. And this is your first interview, and I am so honored. Thank you. Well, I'm honored. Thank you, Sherry. I'm I'm really happy to be with you, and thank you for you know s- spending some time with me. <laughs> sure. So yeah, so my first angel experience. This is back in 2014. Once again, I was you know learning everything that I could. And I went to a spiritual bookstore and they had um, crystals there, like different tumble stones. And um, I just was look, looking at the card, looking at the colors, you know, what each crystal meant. Mm-hmm. And I went ahead and just chose some and, and then I was on my way uh, home. And so when I came to a red light, I was just sitting there waiting and I glanced over at the pavement, you know, at the street and all of a sudden I received an image of an angel. Oh. Yeah. And the only way I can describe it, Sherry, is that the image was like a portrait. And it's a portrait that you would see at the Renaissance. You know how Renaissance paintings of angels at yes. that time? Oh, yes. Yes. And and so it was a side portrait mm. of an angel, a female angel. She had long, brown, wavy hair. She was kind of wearing like a, a robe. It was orange or brown and Mm. just very beautiful in color vivid and i just looked at looked at looking at this image and i'm kind of in disbelief like am i really seeing this did i just make this up Mm -hmm. and then of course the light turned green and it was gone and i just was left thinking like did that really happen i was Mm -hmm. i was in awe and shock and Mm -hmm. like it's just so hard to explain but yes that's what i hear from people it's so well it is out of the world this world isn't it yes definitely and I, and at that time i never was an angel guy you know some people call me that but i was never <laughs> talking about angels i didn't really know how to connect with them or anything like that when i look back on that story you yes. know when i talk about it i realize that that was like a spiritual bookmark for me letting me know hey Take notice of this because in the future you're going to be working with the angels. And so that, that was my very first encounter. And I still remember it very strongly. 
And so I'm like, oh, now I understand why everything happened, you know, why I saw that, what I'm doing. It just, everything starts to relate now. To answer your question about how, how I see them now, is, yeah. it's, it, it, so it was, that was my first um, encounter. And then after that, it turned into flashes of lights, also called like um, angel flashes or mm-hmm. angel lights. And that's where all of a sudden, you know, randomly I would be seeing these flashes of color, red, blue, green, yellow, whatever. And I, at the time, I was like, oh, is something wrong with my vision? Yeah. What's going on with <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, is it a health concern? So I saw the eye doctor. He said everything was fine. And it wasn't until I, I started reading more angel books that I um, saw something like an article about that, that, oh, these are angel um, flashes, letting them know, letting you know that they're with you. And I thought, oh, how wonderful. And so it turned into that. And now presently i see angel numbers so i'm not sure if you're familiar with that Sherry. let's talk about that how do you yeah. how do you work how do you see angel numbers so with angel numbers for me personally yeah um i'll just randomly be looking at the clock or on my phone or you know if i'm driving in the car and i'll see the same numbers over and over and mm-hmm. those could be 11 11 it could be 444 333 mm-hmm. and i've talked to lots of um people and you know my spiritual tribe and they see the same thing and everyone has their own personal relationship with these numbers some of them are angel numbers some believe that these are numbers from their uh guides or deceased loved ones um, some believe that it's a spiritual awakening, like um, kind of like coding in yeah. the body and the system. Yeah. So everyone has their own personal relationship with these numbers. But for me, like just randomly, I'll be looking at the clock and there's, you know, 1111 or 222. And I and I know that's just my personal, um, you know, my message from the angel saying, hi, you know, we're with you. Mm-hmm. Good, good job. <laughs> that type of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Do you find yourself, do you have a daily practice? Let me ask you that. You have a four-year-old daughter. Yes, I do. She's my little love of my life. Yeah, I bet um, she is. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I'm very fortunate because I'm able to take care of her from home and I'm able to do readings. So, uh, you know, I feel very blessed that I'm able to be with her. And um, Oh, boy. And, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just excited to see, you know, where the angels will take her as well. I, I never um, force anything. You know, I don't put the cards or anything like that. But she does see me work with the angel cards or she'll see me. She'll see the crystals and she'll just say, oh, pretty, pretty crystals or pretty cards or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. She's yeah. reacting to the, to the beauty and the light because she already is. So, I mean, she's light, isn't she? Your daughter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's beautiful to see that, you know, and she'll just randomly say, I love you, you know, and <laughs> just melts your heart. You do Instagram every day. Um, I, I don't do it every day. I do it when I feel called to I'll, I'll randomly, you know, um, shuffle the angel cards and then whatever card pops up, I'll intuitively get a message and then I'll go ahead and share that in a post. And usually, um, you know, I'll get some nice comments that it resonated with them or helped them in some way. And that's always beautiful to know. Yeah. Before I would, I would try to do it every day, but it, I don't like it to feel forced. Sure. I want it to feel, you know, 
that it's the time that today is the time that I want to go ahead and, and, and there are some other people that post every day and I think that's wonderful. But for me, it's just, I go off of how I'm feeling. And if I feel called to, then I, I go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the process of working with someone. Tell, what is that like? Here I am sure. in New Orleans and you live in California. California. Ah, yeah. Right. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to call you and say, uh, or I'm going to message you and say, I'm ready, ready for a reading. Do we do much talking beforehand? How does that? For me personally, I, I really don't like to know any information beforehand. I rather, I don't want to feel like I'm influenced in any way. I'd rather have it just be a hundred percent. Um, what's the word? Um, spontaneous. Yeah. Spontaneous. And that, I, that I have no knowledge beforehand. And, and once I start getting those confirmations after and the reading, then that lets me know, okay, I'm, I'm doing a good job. The angels are helping me get the messages that they need to hear. And that way the ego self doesn't come in and say, Oh, well, you already knew because you talked to them or you read about that or whatever uh-huh. it might be. Now let's talk about what happens during the reading. Do you have sure. cards? Tell me. Yeah. So what would happen is either in Instagram or social media or on through my website, I'll get an email or a message letting me know that they want a reading. And so, um, once I receive their question, then I go ahead and I do a brief meditation, you know, not for very long, just a few minutes of, of being silent. And then in that meditation, I pray and I ask for guidance from my own personal angels, from my higher self, for the client's higher self and angels, for us to connect, for them to receive messages that they need to hear right now. Mm-hmm. And, and in regards to whatever the question might be. And usually I do receive something. I'll journal that down. And I'll write that down. Then I'll go ahead and get out the angel cards. Depending on their question, if it's about love, then I'll bring out the romance angel cards. If it's about health, then I'll do Archangel Raphael. If it's about just a general message or needing um, guidance, then I'll use the Archangel Michael cards. It's whatever I feel called to. Mm-hmm. Are they on I'm, the phone? At the, are the, are, is it at the same time? Or is it that you get the question and then you go into meditation? It's Right. Yeah. Good question. Usually, um, they'll send me the message through an email and I'll do all this beforehand. And once Ah, I, yeah, I mean, I do offer one-on-one sessions, but I think a lot of people like, um, because of the different time zones and things like that, um, they're, we're able to just communicate through email because sometimes it's hard to make time work, but I do offer, um, you know, one-on-one sessions as well. So once I, I pull the angel cards, I'll go ahead and, um, I actually video myself doing the reading uh, and nice. yeah, and I'll share what cards came through. And then at the end of the video, I share what personal messages I received that I wrote down in my journal and I go ahead and I upload that onto YouTube and everything's private and confidential. So it's not like it's an open, uh, video where everyone can can look at it but i always let them know it's very private it's only for your eyes only you have this link uh-huh. you can view it as much as, as you want and you that. know what since doing that i've had a lot of positive feedback about it i think it's that um connection where they're actually seeing me um deliver those message 
messages as before I would just write them down and I'd put it on a PDF and take a picture of the cards. And that's fine too. You know, some, some people do that. Um, but for me, that's how I do it. Um, I send it all through video. And like I said, I've received positive, um, feedback from it. I love that idea because the, the, the the angel cards are so, they're so varied and deep Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the images themselves to be able to see that is, a very cool thing, Eric. I like that. Let's talk about how you help them to connect with their angels. Sure. What gets in yeah. the way? What gets in the way? Uh, the, well, that would be the ego. And when I say ego, I mean it's the one disbelieving everything. This isn't real. You know, the angels aren't real. Who's going to help you? You have to help yourself. You know, it's that black and white thinking. And, and, you know, and, and I've struggled with that. And sometimes I still continue to struggle with that. So it, that's normal. And, you know, it's nothing to, to beat yourself up about, but it's trying to go past that fear or of the unknown. It's trying to make that leap of faith that you are connected with your own personal guardian angel. So you can make that connection if you really want to. All you have to do is intend. That's number one and ask. You know, you can do a little prayer, such as, Dear Angels, I wish to connect with you. Please uh, show me a sign of your presence, something like that. Mm-hmm. And usually, you know, it may not happen that day, but maybe in a couple of days, you may get a very vivid, strong dream that, that you know is from your angels. Or you might start seeing angel numbers. Mm-hmm. Or you may start seeing white feathers where you never saw them before. Or butterflies. Everyone has their own personal connection mm-hmm. to the angels and they would know, you know, what's, what's for them. You know, you, because you know, that's exactly, that's the deepest part of your intuition, isn't it? It is right. That's why I never tell someone, well, you're going to get, um, angel numbers, you know, mm-hmm. that this is exactly how it's going to happen. I give them various ways it can happen. And, to, but to also stay open because we never really know how it's going to come come to you. You mm-hmm. know, it's always a beautiful way how, how that happens. Mm-hmm. I love how you described that, that the ego is the disbelieving, mm-hmm. restricting, fearful, oh, no. <laughs> exactly. It can't it, happen to me. Right. Yeah. Or why am I, I'm not special or, you know, I, I'm not a good person or whatever uh, the belief that they're having at that time, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. and the angels are with you even at your darkest hours. You know, all you have to do is ask and pray for their assistance, their guidance. I think of them as best friends that you can call up at midnight, you know, with a problem where you can just vent and talk and say whatever's on your mind, or maybe you need a good cry. And I feel that that release, they, they welcome that communication. Oh. You're not bot. Yeah. You're not bothering them at all. They're open to everybody, um, all at the same time. Wow. Tell me how, um, now we're talking about how we can all work with the angels. You're giving us ways to see the signs. Yes. What is the, and also to talk and to ask questions and to listen for the answers. Right. Yeah. And that it's all going to happen in your own way. In exactly. In your own way. It's your own journey. Ah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a really, hmm, 
you know, it, it takes a lot of, um, well, I'm going to say it takes courage. What are the messages that the angels have for us in this period of the planets? Uh, thank you, as- Sherry. Ascendancy. Yeah, thank you, Sherry. The angels definitely do have a message and, and the most important message is that you are loved. I know that that's been said lots of times, but a lot of people don't believe it or they don't feel they're worthy. And it's very important that they know that they are loved. They are watched over even in your darkest hour. You just call, call on them and they'll be there for you. You know, no matter if you believe them or if you're unsure, they're always with you and they want you to be happy. Um, they want you just to know that you can call on them for anything you need, protection, guidance, healing, you know, connecting to the divine, whatever it might be. And that, that no matter what you're going through, they'll always be with you. Right now, yes, things could be looking scary, you know, depending on where you're at in the country and what's going on currently. But to, the angels want you to stay positive. It's not about ignoring what's going on, but it's focusing on the good in your life. You know, the small things, the blessings. If you have children, it's, you know, about how healthy and happy they are. Or if you're in a relationship, focusing on that positive. Or if you're in a gr- good career, you know, being grateful for that. It's the little things. It's those really help put things into perspective instead of focusing on fear and the negativity that's out there. And what can we do to help? You mean with the positivity? Or? Yeah. How can we, how can the, our work with the angels, you know, help the planet? Yes. Definitely with prayer. You know, it, it's not about being religious, but being religious or being a part of a certain religion. Just a prayer is a open communication with God, with your angels. And I really believe, you know, if we all focus, you know, not only being positive, but if we pray, you know, that we can all become one or that we can all open our hearts to each other, to God, to the angels, um, for God to send in his beautiful love and his light energy to us. You know, I believe that will help raise the frequency, the vibration of the planet, of every individual out there, even the ones that, like I said, don't believe in angels or unsure about the whole spirituality aspects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I would love to see. That's for sure. That's for sure. Because we, our film, The Glitch, and the central theme of our film is that everyone deserves an angel. Yes. That's beautiful. And I would like to move those folks who feel alone and desperate and in pain, unsupported, um, ashamed, um, move them to really avail themselves of people like Eric Roman, who has all of these wonderful messages to uplift you immediately. I think that with your movie, you're opening people's minds and hearts and, and you're also bringing in that discussion about angels, you know, because usually everyone has an angel story or a family member that has one. They do. 80% Mm -hmm. of the American public believes in angels. 
Wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I wish it was 100%, but I'll take the 80. <laughs> Thank you so much for stepping up and stepping out and allowing us to interview you. Your first interview, not your last, and certainly how you how you present your work is beautiful. And I really want to thank you. Thank you, Sherry. I really appreciate that and all the time and effort that you made for the movie and for myself and for other light workers. It's, sure. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is a beautiful thing. So Eric Roman, Devotion of Light. Um, everything will be on our website, but we'll, and from our, his, from his links on our website, you will find him. Angel blessings. Angel blessings. Angel blessings. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.